Hey guys, welcome back to the Power and Lifting Podcast. I'm your host, Sloan Lewis, and today I'm diving into ways to tackle building habits that are going to help you with lifting. And before I dive into today's podcast, I need to give a shout out to Girls Who Power Lift. They're an awesome company constantly coming out with new apparel and gear for female powerlifters to look great in the gym and to have equipment that they need. From wrist wraps to new singlets, they just dropped a brand new backpack that has a bajillion compartments for your powerlifting tools and equipment for the gym. Um, They have t-shirts with the best things on them, always wearing their stuff. They are dropping leggings that fit so nicely. If you just want to look good when you're training, you need to be on their website waiting for them to drop the new stuff. So go ahead and use the link in the show notes to cop your girls to product apparel. Also, one more shout out to my favorite supplement company ran by Papa Subs. 110%. Guys, 110%. I don't know if you have heard of them, but they are a brand that is literally for lifters. And they make amazing pre-workout. It's just my favorite pre-workout. The ingredients are so good. Um, The flavors are like the most intense, but flavorful flavors. The best flavors I've had. Like pineapple mango is my freaking favorite but they have so many flavors that are always so delicious and I have been disappointed not once (laughs) by any of their products and they have everything from your pre-workout they now have protein powder they're dropping some female um, products that are going to be coming out soon so they're just an awesome brand once you give them a shout out you can use the link in the show notes check out their um company and their products and code Solana saves you. All right, let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys. So today I'm talking about um, ways to tackle your new habits. So it's a new year and we all know that even if you're not big into New Year's resolutions, which I for one am not big into resolutions all because of a calendar change, I will say it's a great time to just reflect on the best and the worst of the year prior. So for me personally, even though I don't necessarily have resolutions, I still have goals that I want to um, hit in the year of 2022. And I'm sure you do too. And if you're like, hey, you know, there's some things that I could work on, but I don't really know exactly what I want to hit. I really want to recommend that you get a book or a notepad, and you take a few minutes to just write down specific, like specific SMART goals. SMART means specific, it's measurable, it's attainable. Um, it's, ooh, I forgot the R, y'all. What is the R for SMART goals? And T is, it has a time limit. I literally forgot the R, that's terrible. I have to Google it, because I didn't technically plan to talk about that. Relevant. Okay, and make sure it's relevant to your goals. (laughs) Anywho, but make sure you just write down some goals you have because one thing I regret, 2021, I wrote down like numbers I wanted to hit on the platform, specific, that was very specific, right? But I didn't write down specifically what I wanted to achieve 
in terms of money. I had ideas about how much money I wanted to like make on a monthly basis, but I didn't write it down. And so even though like for just an example for you guys, like my income grew in 2021, I still don't know if I hit my goal because it was too big of a goal. And so this year I wrote down like the numbers I'm going to make every month and what that adds up to at the end of the year. So I have a monthly goal and then a net goal of like how much I want to make total throughout the year. So even if I don't hit the goal for monthly every single month starting on January, which I'm pushing to do, like if I still hit the actual goal at the end of the year, that's still something that's cool that I can see if I hit. So just an example. Um, but let's dive in, guys. So when you are making new habits um, for your training, you need to treat them like an appointment. So if you want to dive into making sure you're consistent with your training overall. If you want to do your first ever powerlifting meets, if you want to even not even compete, but you want to make sure that you're consistent in the gym this year and that you still get stronger, even if you don't want to touch the platform and that you're comfortable enough that maybe you can start like posting your lifts for our people and start getting technique and feedback because you're finally doing it so consistently, then you have to make sure you're treating the gym like it's a work appointment. Like literally put it in your calendar and treat it as if it's a meeting for work that you wouldn't miss. No one's going to say, oh, I'm too lazy, so I'm going to miss my work meeting. Or if you do, you probably get fired from your job. So treat this the same way. I have in my calendar what time I'm going to train throughout the day and what days of the week I'm training. I train the same five days every week. I don't change it unless I absolutely have to. And if I absolutely do have to, I go on my calendar and I move it around because it's an appointment for me. I'm not going to miss it. And you need to do the same thing. Put it in your calendar, write it down, make sure you have your Google calendar set up so that when you have an appointment, you'll get an alarm like 15 or 30 minutes out. So you get a reminder. That's going to be huge. And then make sure that you're, you have a training plan. A lot It's crazy. People have goals to go in the gym and they show up and have nothing to do. Especially when you're talking about powerlifting or getting stronger, you can't just hope to get stronger. That doesn't work. You can't just show up to the gym and hope that you do the right exercises, enough reps, the right amount of intensity week after week, day after day, and hope you get stronger. Follow a program. You need to either hire a coach to give you a customized CU program, go online and find a starter program. You can ask a friend to write your program. I don't really care where it's from, but you need to be following a specific program that you can make sure that you have tailored towards your goals. So if you wanna get stronger at squatting, that program better have squats in it. You know, if you wanna get stronger at deadlifts, make sure it's got deadlifts in there. It wouldn't make sense to do a yoga program and hope seeing stronger with your bench press. So you don't just look up any random program, make sure that you have specific goals, what you wanna work on in the gym, and then your program is going to help you push towards those goals. And you need accountability for whatever goals you have, from the gym goals to your personal life goals. So when it comes to the gym, for accountability, there's many ways to have it. Number one, if you did hire a coach, boom, there's your accountability right there. You're paying somebody and you don't want to waste their time. When my clients pay me, they know that I don't like my time wasted. So they're going to do their program. And it's really that simple because they know that we have a weekly check-in and they're going to have to tell me if they did it or not. 
If they say no, I'm going to need a full-blown explanation for why they didn't do it. Same for you. You're going to literally feel guilty if you don't get the work done, but you pay somebody to make your program. Or if you need to set up personal training sessions, if that's more what you're into, set, set that up. There's your accountability. There's someone literally waiting for you at the gym and you can't just stand them up. You can get a training partner. That's another option. Go find some friends who like working out. If you don't know how to find friends who like training, look at my podcast episode about um, why you need a lifting community and that will help you out because there's many ways to find friends who lift. But make sure you have, you can have a training partner, you can have a coach, you can have a trainer, whatever it is, you need accountability. Tell someone your goals as well. Maybe not just your training partner, but maybe you tell a friend. You just tell your friend, hey, like I'm gonna work towards this and you make sure that you guys talk about it often and you wanna return the favor. So get a friend, even if they're not literally living near you, you can have a friend who you talk to about your training and they talk to you about their training just so you know someone cares about how your training is going and that someone's going to care if you stop. I am a huge proponent of tracking your progress. I talk about this on my Instagram enough times. I talk about it in my strong woman group enough times. It makes no sense to go and train and not write down the numbers that you hit for each exercise. Because the next time you go into the gym, if you had no idea what you did, how are you going to know if you're improving? So you need to make sure you're writing down the weights you use every single set, every single rep, every single session, every single week. If you're thinking, man, that's a lot of work, it's really not. Because if you're following a program, there should be a space in the program for you to write down your numbers. If there's not, you can bring a notebook to the gym, write your program for the day in that notebook, and then write your numbers out. And that can be your training log. There's pen and paper. There's Google Sheets. I use Google Sheets for all my programs for my clients where we can both write in it. And then for me and my coach, we do the same thing. So I can write down my numbers. And I know my numbers from literally when I first started powerlifting. It's so cool to know that you can look back from the years prior and be like, yo, I may have felt weak in the gym today, but three years ago, I was doing... I was struggling to do 85 pounds less on my bench press. You know, like that's huge. That's a big deal. And then it really helps you to stay motivated when you start to feel unmotivated. So make sure you're tracking your progress, please. And guys, you really want to make this, this something that's fun. Like, I think sometimes we forget. We're like, oh, man, I have to go all in. I have to be super serious. I got to do blah, blah, blah. I got to try to follow what this guy on Instagram is doing because he's someone who I've been watching for years. You need to make sure that what you're doing in the gym is fun to you or you won't enjoy it. That doesn't mean that you literally are excited every time to go to the gym. There will be days where you're not excited to train. There are days I'm not excited to train. I've gone to the gym many times where I didn't feel like it, but it's a routine to me now. It's a habit. So I just get in the car at that time, no matter what, drink my pre-workout, listen to my music, get to the gym, do my thing, because clockwork to me now. But you need to make sure you're following a program that's fun. And what's fun is something that's going to make you push towards your goals. For me, my fun program is whatever the hell my coach programs me to have a good meet. That's fun to me because I know I'm training for something. So even if you don't have a meet on the books, 
you still need, again, specific goals and then make sure your program's gonna help you reach those goals if you stay consistent with it. And you'll be way more likely to be consistent. Other things, just tips that help you when it comes to training and being you know, on top of your habits of consistently training in the gym and getting stronger and reaching your goals. Small things like making the most out of your time in the gym. It'll make you way more efficient. And so you, it's easier for you to keep up the habit. So some things I want to say is on, before you get to the gym, I recommend you look at your program for that day so you can be excited about what you want to hit. Like before I go train, I already know what exercises I'm doing that day. So I know what I'm going to probably aim for for my top set of any main lift or even a not main lifts. So today I'm doing six squat bar. I know that's an RPE eight for my top set and I have an idea of what number I'm going to hit. And that's going to make it just feel better going to the gym. Kind of like, yo, I have to go to the gym so I can hit this number. If you're walking into the gym, no plan, don't know what you want to do, or even if you have a plan but you never looked at it, you might look at it and be like, oh, man, like I'm benching, I hate bench press, I wish I wasn't benching today. Like you could have known that beforehand and gotten yourself hyped up in the car on the way to the gym. So look at your program prior and make sure you fuel yourself up for your session. You eat something before you train. You want to know what makes training suck and not fun and makes you never want to do it. Try being hungry while you train. It's terrible. Your body's telling you one thing, but you're trying to force your mind to overcome the hunger cues, the hunger signals. But your body's not supposed to do that. When you're hungry, your brain's supposed to send signals <laughs> to tell you that you need to go eat some food. It's not going to work out very well for you. If you need pre-workout ideas, go on my Instagram, join my Strong, Strong Woman Facebook group where I talk about everything, every question anyone has in the group. But I talk all the time about what's to eat for pre-workout. But make sure you eat something. Eat it early enough so that it's not going to affect you while you train. For me, I can eat half an hour out. A lot of people think that's way too close. They have to eat a full hour out. That's fine. I, I don't know what it is. I can just digest my food real quick where I feel fantastic and good under the barbell after 30 minutes, even sometimes 25 minutes. But I also don't eat anything super heavy or before I train. I do eat so close to when I train. Um, so make sure you have enough fuel to get you through the whole session. If you find you're bonking halfway through the workout, you get tired halfway through the workout, you get hungry halfway through the workout, you got two options. One, eat more before you go to the gym. Two, intra workout fuel. Intra workout drinks that are predominantly carbohydrates and have a lot of sugar in them are very helpful. That's quick digesting carbs. You're not going to literally feel like your stomach's heavy because you're drinking it in liquid form. And, um, there are some people who can handle eating candy when they work out. Now, I'm not going to lie, eating solid food, your body is not really made to do two things at once, meaning if you're pushing heavy weight, let's say you're squatting, the blood's going to rush to your legs because that's the, the, the muscle group that you're working, right? So blood's going to rush to your legs. But also when you're digesting food, blood's trying to go to your stomach because you need more blood flow there to help you digest the food. When you do both at once, your body doesn't tend to do so well. That's why I say drink carbohydrates, but I know people who can handle eating some food while they train. I can't do it, even though you may see on Instagram that people do it, like powerlifters eating gummy worms. If, it, if you can't do it, just know it's normal. But if you can do it, that's an option too. But 
please make sure you're fueled when you are training. Please make sure that if you know you're going to be tired, if it's not too late at night, use caffeine. Now, use, use it sparingly, you know. We all know caffeine is a drug. You can get to a point where you have too much of it. It can negatively affect your sleep and other things, right? But at the same time, if you're training, I would say, no, this is just me talking, I would say at least seven hours out before you go to sleep. So if I go to sleep at 10 p.m., I have no caffeine past 3 p.m. That's not happening. But if you train early enough, drink some caffeine, drink some pre-workout. Like we all know caffeine wakes you up. And when you're more awake, you're more focused. So that's very helpful. I use it not every single session, but when I need it, kind of like being dependent on it to the point where I have to increase the amount of caffeine I have for it to help me. But use it if you need it. And make a gym playlist. You know, music can help us get in the zone. If you like music while you train, then make sure you have music that you like. I used to always just pick random songs when I train, but when I started to actually, I didn't, I'm too lazy to make a full-blown playlist. I will not even lie to you, but I will say I found playlists that are already made that I like <laughs> and I have them saved. Or I have artists where I'll get in moods where I, I can hear just one artist for the whole training session, I'm fine. So I'll just know in my mind who I want to listen to that day and now I get on Apple Music and just type in that artist and I'm good. If you need specific music, then you got to make a playlist. I, again, I'm just way too lazy for that. But hey, if you got time on your hands to do that, go for it. But either way, make sure you got something to listen to if you like music while you train. It's also going to help you not talk as much in the gym and waste time. Speaking of wasting time, you want to know how people waste a lot of time? Going on social media while you're training. Now, I wish I could say I'd never do this, but I will say I've gotten a lot better at it. I used to be on Instagram every time I train and it made the session 20 minutes longer because in my rest breaks I'll be on Instagram if someone DM me I had to respond it was just ridiculous I actually now delete the app from my phone every time I go train I re-download it when I need it so it's not necessary to have that on your phone while you're training and it takes like a minute to re-download but don't go on social media don't start texting your friends put your phone do not disturb it's not helping you to be on your phone and then once session starts to drag, or if you start to get hungry and run out of energy, that's your fault because you were on Instagram and now you're tired, irritable, and annoyed. And you're texting, you're holding up equipment, and it's just stupid. At that point, it's just stupid. Put the phone away. I mean, don't fully put it away. You need it for your music, right? But like, put the social media app away. Put your phone down, disturb. It's just not that hard. Don't make life hard for yourself. You're getting in your own way. Like no one's coming to save you. You have to put the effort in to build the habits yourself to reach the goals that you have. So get out of your own way. These are all the things you need to build your habits, guys. Again, it doesn't have to be complicated, but you do have to plan for it. You do have to make sure you're tracking your statistics when you go into the gym so you know your numbers every time you train. You have to make sure you have accountability. That's going to help you out a lot. You can't be relying on motivation. You just got to show up and do it. But if you put it in your calendar, you're more likely to do it. If you make it something you'll enjoy and have fun, you're more likely to do it. I think the last thing I want to say is, you know, like I said, accountability can be a training partner, right? 
if you're struggling to find community or people who are like-minded like you, who love lifting, and you're like, man, I just have no female lifters near me. So it makes me not want to work out because no one else is doing it. Online groups are great. They're absolutely fantastic for that. A place where you can just talk about your accomplishments and even your downfalls too in training. That's why I made my group Strong Woman on Facebook. It's a free Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. You can join it. I'm active in that group Monday through Friday. I'm answering your questions, giving you video advice and answers and tips to all the questions you ask. You can post your lifts in the group. You can just post for fun your highs of the week. We all do that on a weekly basis. It's really a great opportunity for women to connect with other women who love to lift. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode and catch you next time on the Power and Lifting Podcast. <laughs>